Welcome to Thursday Mornings with KVL. My name is Kelly Skillmore. I'm Liliana Malisi. And I'm Victoria Fazolari. And for today's show, we will be talking about the topic of social media and how we feel it has affected our society in so many different ways, from face-to-face interactions to general communications on a daily basis. We felt that this topic was important to discuss considering how relevant social media is today. First off, we are going to talk about how much social media has affected face-to-face communication and how now, because of everyone being so attached to their cell phones all the time, people forgot how to actually have a conversation face-to-face because they're so used to doing everything through a screen. Yeah, when you do think about it, society has really changed so much since our parents were born, and it keeps changing as the time does go on. Back when our parents were younger, cell phones weren't as common, and they definitely did not have all the accessibilities that our iPhones have today. Back in these days, they didn't have as easy access to reaching somebody like we do today, because texting wasn't really a thing. Even though this may seem so impossible to imagine now, it actually kept communication alive for these people, unlike it does today. People back then actually had to make an effort to see one another if they wanted to speak to each other. I hear stories from my mom all the time how much simpler time was for her when she was younger, and that is why she never really understands where I'm coming from when I talk about social media or what to even post on Instagram. When she was younger, the presence of people and being with your friends was more important than trying to show and prove to others who you're with, and making plans to see somebody was as simple as just driving to their house and picking them up. There was no back and forth going on in group chats or whatnot. Social media has also kind of degraded and pushed aside chivalry in relationships as well, as back in this time, boys or a significant other would have actually have to gone to the girl's house and pick them up. And they would go somewhere fun like the movies or dinner. And they didn't have to constantly be distracted by their phones and they could actually just focus on one another. I think this also goes for all relationships like friendship and family as cell phones really have kind of prevented and become a distraction of face-to-face conversation as it is very rare today that any of us can have a seat at the dinner table without taking a quick glance at our phones to check our texts and social media. And I too admit I am guilty for this as well, but I try my best to limit my time spent on my phone when I'm with others. I would say that this is the most negative impact of social media as we are so used to communicating through our phones, it has kind of taken away from us actually conversing with someone in person. This also leads back to the basis of online bullying and texting being preferred over actual conversation because people find it much easier to say things through the phone when they don't have to actually look at someone while saying it. So since the topic of social media is such a broad topic, we're going to break it down a little bit to you guys by talking about the different applications that you guys definitely recognize and use on a daily basis. And some of these applications include Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, or YouTube. But I think we should start talking about and focus more on Instagram because it is one of the biggest social media platforms today in the world. Uh, So as you guys all probably know, Instagram is an app where you're allowed to share photos and like other people's photos for the purpose of pure enjoyment, but since it's been overused in society so much, it has become so much more than that. So because of the generation that we live in today and because of our society, now Instagram has become like a character trait for everyone and that's how we portray them. The amount of followers that they have and the amount of likes that they get is just how we portray Mm -hmm. the person even though it may not be true. Yeah, I totally agree with what Lily is saying, and I 
I could relate to that through personal experience because freshman year I deleted my Instagram and Snapchat because it was just too much and I got looked at differently and my friends were all like why'd you do that blah blah, blah. so I feel like Instagram is just like a necessity now for everyone when it shouldn't be. That's a perfect example of how we see society has kind of changed and flipped today because of Instagram, because people are viewing other people based off of their likes or how many followers they have. And they think that their Instagram account and how it's built up is kind of influence and impacting their personality which is totally false and not true and I feel like we're all kind of guilty for that in some way because we do look at people and we do base them off of their Instagram account and the followers and the likes and everything and it's really not morally correct but Instagram also plays a part into body shaming and how we think as people we should be because we see photos online of other people and how successful and the things that they have and we think that we should live up to those standards as well. And I personally know from experience that I even have close friends that happen to Photoshop their pictures in the places that they are because they want people to think that, like, they're cool and that they are pretty and that the way that you see them online is the way that they are in person. And that's kind of sad to think about nowadays because you don't want people to have to change themselves from who they actually are just to make someone, like, like them in the way that they are portrayed. I feel like celebrities today are literally praised and like everyone wants to be like them and whatever they post and what they have, people want, which also has to do with like material things in today's world. Yeah, and a perfect example of this would be like Kim Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, Haley Baldwin, all the models, because you always see in their Instagrams, they're posting photos of them in their private jets and their designer clothing, you know, fashion shows and Every girl wants to be like that, and that's really hard for girls today because they feel that they need to live up to this certain expectation, and they need to wear these specific clothes or look a certain way to be popular, and that's really not true, and celebrities are a main reason that we think that we have to live up to these expectations. And I don't know if any of you guys know, but I'm obsessed with Alexis Friend, and it is someone that I stalk. Like, not to be weird or anything, but I stalk her because it's someone that I, like, wish I could look like and wish I could be like because she is absolutely gorgeous, has the nicest body ever, and she, like, is rich. So, on top of that, she's everything she wants. And I know that, like, not only is that, like, someone that I look up to, but it's also, like, someone that I could, like, lower my confidence in a way. This is, like, where social media, like, has, like, a downturn to it because... When you look at these girls, you, like, just wish you could be like them. So not only does it come into play with your own, like, personal confidence, but it comes into play with, like, boys in a sense. And it's probably, like, opposite way for, like, girls to boys and boys to girls. It's just because the way that you look at people, like, you want those people to look at you the same way, which is, like, not how it happens nowadays. Another app that goes hand-in-hand with Instagram is YouTube. And it's something that a lot of people use nowadays all ages starting from kids at three years old to adults that are now like 63 so i think that instagram and youtube have a lot in common because not only does youtube have followers and likes but it has viewers and subscribers and not only does this affect your personal confidence but it's also something that affects your economic status because if you have a certain amount of like subscribers you get paid and then it affects the way that you're looked at and i think that that has a huge thing to do with today Yeah, I agree. And I also think that YouTube plays a part in how you think society views you and how you think that you should live up to certain standards. Because a certain example of this would be vlogging. So on YouTube, we see that vloggers vlog their every moment of their day. And then they show how they live and where they go. And every little part of their life, they film through a camera so we, the viewers, can observe and look at this. 
And this also can be kind of downgrading for people that are watching it because they're seeing how these people are going through their everyday life and it may be more extravagant and they may have more money and they may have more things that we don't have. And it makes us think that we should have these things to have as many subscribers and to be as popular and that we need to live the life that they're living in order to live up to a certain standard and be like them. I feel like YouTube can also be viewed as in a different way because um, there was things created like a few years ago, the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, which was a good fundraiser because it helped people with the disease, but also it could be used negatively because there were challenges like um, the Tide Pod Challenge where people would eat them and they would put people in danger because they would end up being sick or even die from it. So it could be, so YouTube can be viewed both negatively and positively. So not only did YouTube start challenges that were very unnecessary to the generation, the people around us, but also start a thing such as the clowns running around every single town and city because they thought it was funny for people to do. And this is something that like creates unnecessary things to happen, even though it has like very beneficial things going on. Also have things that are very negative and unnecessary things that none of us should care about. No, yeah. I feel like when we watch videos online, we base it off of other people and what they're doing so if we see people of like a higher economic status or people that are more popular doing things even if they're as stupid as the tide pod challenge it kind of inspires us to want to do it as well because we see how much positive feedback they're getting from it but when in reality it really should not be a thing and it's kind of stupid on our part so a quick general note to people would be like just because someone posts a video of them doing something like that's funny or cool doesn't mean that you should follow them and do it or just because someone's living a lifestyle that you want to live doesn't mean you should have to live up to their expectations when you could just live your own life and do your own thing. Another huge social media platform that everyone happens to use today is Snapchat. And Snapchat is an app where you send pictures to one another, but you have to be honest, like, particular friend list. And then you could also text each other through the Snapchat app. You could write on your photos. You could put filters on your face. And you could even get streets with another, like, one another if you keep up with the Snapchatting every single day. And I feel like Snapchat has become more common today than even texting because when you meet someone, they're more likely to ask for your Snapchat rather than your phone number nowadays, which is very strange, but that's how it works now. And I feel like also Snapchat plays a big part in showing where you are and kind of bragging to others where you are and what you're doing because they have Snapchat stories. So with Snapchat stories, you put up pictures or videos of where you are and what you're doing. And it has kind of become a way to make people feel left out or feel like they're missing out because they see all of their friends doing something, all of their friends having a good time, and they realize that they're not there. It makes them very jealous and envious, and yeah, it makes people feel upset sometimes. And I also feel like private stories on Snapchat have become like such a big deal when they really shouldn't have been created because... It's basically where you pick the people that you want to be in your story and like you can show them what you're doing and like it's only to them. So I feel like people get jealous and like left out when they're not included in it and like they wonder why they're not or like why they're not good enough for it, you know, stuff like that. I also think that Snapchat is an app that creates the most animosity among friends and acquaintances because having a streak with someone nowadays is something that means so much when it should mean so little to one another. Like, if a girl has a Snapchat with, like, a Snapchat streak with a boy, it means so much. It means that they're talking now, and it's something that isn't true. It's just because they're Snapchatting, it's, like, taken as something else. Or when 
a girl is snapchatting a girl, they're automatically friends. Or when a boy is snapchatting a girl, they're dating now. So I think it's something that is taken to the whole another level when it shouldn't be taken like that because Snapchat now is just looked at something that means so much more. Yeah, I feel like people have become so focused and attached to Snapchat on a daily basis because of their streaks. Because they're so focused on the number of days that it has next to the name that they've been consecutively Snapchatting that they feel the need to keep it up and keep going. And that is smart on Snapchat's part because it is getting people to constantly use their app. But it has kind of taken over society as a whole to where they're so attached to keeping their streaks. Half the people that they're even Snapchatting, they don't even talk to in person. I can guarantee because even me personally, I have streaks with people that I don't even talk to on a daily basis, but I just have them because it's a streak and it's a number and I'm trying to keep the number going. And going off of what Kelly said, I feel like if you don't do streaks, then you literally don't go on Snapchat or talk to anyone. Like I know personally, I ended my streaks just to like focus on school more and I literally don't use it and I don't Snapchat anyone because they, once I stop the streak, like we don't talk anymore. So overall, Snapchat is primarily used to show people where you are and what you're doing. But in reality, we should not base our lives off of this. And especially being a college student, you've come to realize that, I mean, personally, at least when I don't see stories of people going out or I just don't see anything going on, I automatically think that that person isn't out or they're not having a good time or, you know, it's just boring and I don't feel as bad. But in all honesty, we shouldn't think like this because that person could just be having so much fun that they're not even on their phone because we in reality don't need to be on our phones all the time and we don't need to live our lives through the screen. And I think that's important for us because we need to be more focused on being in the present rather than always trying to show people where we are and make people jealous. And we just start to focus on the people around us and appreciate life for what it is rather than just trying to brag all the time about it. So the last app that we'll be talking about today on our podcast is Twitter. And Twitter is an app that has been around for a little bit longer than the rest of the ones that we mentioned today. And it's an app where people are able to keep their followers updated on what's going on in their lives through tweeting and actually typing it out. So it's very similar to Instagram. But over time, Twitter has kind of evolved more into other things and used for other purposes, such as political views and what's going on with the president and in the government today. So going off of what Kelly said, Twitter is more of a mass media today. For example, like Donald Trump uses it to post things to get it to people in a very quick way. But the only dangerous part about this is that it stays there forever and something that it cannot be deleted. So when Trump uses Twitter, he posts very unprofessional things that shouldn't really be out there, such as the border or when he's talking about a certain race. And this is something that gives him such an unprofessional look and it's something that also cannot be deleted. So therefore it forever changes the way that he's looked at by certain people. And because of this app, it is now becoming to something that it shouldn't be. And it's not just no longer updating people about good things, but it's also turned into negative things. Even though Twitter is spotlighted on Trump, it also has to do with everyone else out there on the app posting whatever they feel. And they don't realize sometimes that when they're posting these things that they can be viewed by teachers or when they're applying for jobs. And it's forever stuck there like they don't realize that so twitter as a whole just like any other of the applications that we talked about today is something that is used carelessly if it was used in the right way it would be fine to use but now it is something that is affecting people in very negative ways and it's something that is going to forever be held against them and i think that twitter yes it does have funny memes and it does have funny quotes from celebrities and important things of what's going on in our world but 
in the end, Twitter is something that is used to a disadvantage for everyone, and I think that it should be changed. So as we approach the end of our podcast, we hope that by us breaking down social media into particular applications that you guys do use on a daily basis, that you guys now have more of a full understanding of how much social media really does affect our lives on a daily basis and how it is constantly changing and it will continue to change as society grows and goes on. So in conclusion, you guys have to be careful what you post on the internet and how you use your social medias because if you don't use them wisely, it can backfire in the end. And not only do you have to use social media wisely, but you don't have to live up to everything that everyone else posts online and all the cool things that they do. And another thing is that you don't have to post every single step that you make on social media because you have to enjoy the moment that you're living in. Always be yourself and appreciate life and the people surrounding you rather than living your life through a screen. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed your Thursday mornings with KVL. See you next week. Bye.